0: over the last couple of years the COVID thing um, like I, I kind of knew very early on this was going to be a major deal and mm. it's going to be, going to be the, one of the biggest things that anybody lives through mm. in all of our lives so I was just kind of like okay I need to be all about this do all the research on that call every single person and scientist and doctor I know mm-hmm. and to just get the lowdown on that so research and just after hours calls just throwing people, throwing myself at it in every possible way to
1: my own detriment. <laughs> well. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Finn Reviews. I'm your host Connor Finn, and this is a show where I get to chat to the most interesting people. I know you know Score by now. I know the Score by now, and if you don't, go get into it. Listen to the lore of the podcast. Catch up on some episodes. There's by eighty seven either, so if you no know, excuse. And you know why you're there. Gives a like to subscribe, a five-star rating, and why not follow us on social so you can keep up with everything Interviews. Of course, you can find us at Interviews Podcast on Instagram and everywhere else online. Now, onto the show this week. I was beyond thrilled <laughs> to welcome on, I mean, a man that really doesn't need any introduction. It was the absolute legend that is Richard Chambers. We talked all about Richard and his life and how he fell First and foremost, into journalism and reporting, growing up across the island of Ireland, he grew up in about five different places. So, if you're wondering where the accent's coming from, his feelings of being crowned Ireland's voice of reason throughout COVID, pretty big uh, crown to sit on, and uh, the maddest things that he's experienced in his absolute turbulent media career. I was thrilled <laughs> to get Richard even for a minute second a uh, second to sit down because you will find out through this to this episode that he is it's probably one of the busiest people in the world um, and especially over the last few years this man has not had a second of rest so having to catch up with him and find out about the man who was breaking the news to us throughout all that time and uh, his thoughts on life was well, was a quite interesting little chat, but without further ado, and without me rambling too much longer, please enjoy this week's episode of interviews with the wonderful Richard Chambers. Well, welcome back to another episode of interviews on the podcast this week. I have possibly the busiest man um, <laughs> in, in news on the podcast. This is why we're recording uh, late after a long day at work. It is, of course, the wonderful Richard Chambers. How's it going, Richard? Connor, it's nice to be here, all good, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. We're back again recording it. We were uh last time we chatted, um, was probably at a a different point uh probably m- about a month ago. Um Richie got in touch with me um as I was uh almost homeless. Uh but we'll be you'll be glad to find out. This is uh my new place I'm currently in. That's oh, so, amazing. Yeah, yeah great. Actually you get, I was wondering, I didn't want yeah. to ask. That that could be
0: a difficult question.
1: So, oh you get the Rex like, Rich's story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. amazing
0: <laughs> All stories have a happy ending.
1: This is Precisely. To see. Yeah. Well well hopefully you see them for this podcast. But now, Richard in if anybody is unfamiliar with yourself which I'm thinking personally from everything over COVID anybody that's on Twitter or you know tries to keep up with everything like that I mean you're a reporter author podcaster I, how, I mean for anybody that per- maybe isn't aware of yourself or what you're about tell us a very brief description I mean where you're from your background what you essentially do because I'm sure there's plenty other hats that fall under but uh, I probably missed them.
0: Uh okay so what I do I'm a news uh, correspondent this is my job title for Virgin Media Television uh, so that just means you do lots and lots of news wherever it happens. That could be in Ireland. It could be around the world. It could mm-hmm. be politics. It could be COVID. <laughs> it could be anything that's happened over, like the budget this week. Um, so that was that was crazy. So basically, it's just like interviewing people and just putting stories on television. Um, so it's nice because, I mean, it's not a particular brief. Like, it's not like, OK, you just do politics or you just mm-hmm. do crime or you just do economics. Mm-hmm. It's a very broad base. You can do mm-hmm. a little bit of everything, which I love. Um, so yeah, you'll find me on Virgin Media Television there doing that. Um, so that's that's kind of, that, that's what I do. Uh, originally from, I was born in Belfast, uh, grew up in Le County Clare, uh, and then moved up with uh, my family to Dublin when I was, uh, in my early teens really. And that's that's kind of where it's been from ever since then. Like, you know, so, oh, I didn't never, didn't always want to be a journalist or anything like that. Um, sort of fell into it through college. <laughs> um, so like that's kind of yeah. It was just it's just sort of one of those things. It's one of those happy accidents that happens along mm. the way where you just find something which you didn't expect, and <laughs> that's sort of where it all just got kickstarted from.
1: I mean, that's what I was going to say. Like, I for someone that's like kind of in your role at the moment, and somebody that I know, me and my friends, um, actually most people I can chat to would, when every kind of news source is kind of coming out with different kind of opinions, different biases. I feel like, <laughs> t- tell me if I'm wrong now, I feel like you probably get a thought where a lot of people will come to you and be like, a, okay, I'm not trusting until Richard says. <laughs> like, for, but for somebody to fall into that role and fall into that kind of like responsibility, I suppose, whenever there's always, you know, misinformation, disinformation, um, how, like, was this, I mean, it seems like it was a kind of path that like, suited you like you seem to gravitate towards even though you said that you know it wasn't something that you intended like what what was the i mean what was the other path like potentially that you were going to go down like I, because it sounds like whatever way your personality works it very much suits this role that you found yourself in
0: yeah no i think i think it has i think i think i think it's the nature of the job as well that you need mm. to there's a few things you have to do um in order to do it well and i suppose like you, you talk there about like getting factual information and sort of disproving misinformation and disinformation like you have to be committed to just being very exact with all of that mm. like my the other the other career could have been in law but i studied law in, in college and i absolutely hated it um <laughs> i just did not have a great time doing it uh, as good and all as lawyers is and i know loads of law graduates who are like you made a wrong decision there and then they'll point to like their lovely careers and stuff like that they're <laughs> lovely stable careers and i'm like well Maybe he had a point there in some way, but no. Like it was, it's, it's, um, yeah. It's no. It's nice when people say, sort of the things like, "Oh, we need to check." See what Richard said. And see if that's if, if it's legit or whatever. Mm. Like, yeah, that's nice. But that just shows that we're that I suppose we're doing something right. Yeah, uh, and that is nice. That is quite rewarding. Um, so like, it's just about keeping that standard up because when you have people who are like, as well as that, like people who probably never really focused in or paid attention to the news before. Mm starting to follow you and they might have come across you on social media or something Mm -hmm. Um, you have a duty to them that you keep up the standard really like you know so like a lot of people would have got into it during like COVID and lockdown and all that sort of Mm -hmm. stuff so you have to try and keep up if people expect okay he's there's no bullshit with this guy um, (laughs) you have to keep that going all the way through and that's tough to do because like I mean everybody has off days in their job and stuff like that and you can't be right all of the time as much Mm as you try um, but, yeah, that, that's kind of something you have to just, you, you have to sort of devote yourself to in some ways.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, was there any kind of inspiration that kind of got you, as you said, from going from, I suppose, this route that is uh, quite well-worn, you know, the politics or, well, more kind of law and stuff like that. Like, was what was the turning point that you then fell into, I suppose, this role of, like, going down this more news and reporting and correspondence side? Like, was there anybody that particularly you seen, I mean, growing up that you went, oh, I want to be them. I mean, Belfast Man, I didn't actually know that. I mean, was there, mm. w- w- was it uh, Donna Trainer? I mean. <laughs> Donna Trainer, what a legend. Absolutely. Oh, oh I, my God.
0: <laughs> absolutely. A, a queen of our trade. Um, <laughs> like, I never, see this is the thing. So as I said, I never really, I, d- I don't think it's not that, it's not that I was like, oh, I don't want to do that journalism sort of thing. It's just that mm. you never really think that it's something you can actually do as a job. Yeah. It seems like such weird and sort of, separate thing to reality almost that like everybody lives their own lives and there's this this world in television and shall i add. um but <laughs> yeah that's not how it is but like so i always had an interest in it i always had an interest in journalism and like the news and stuff and watching mm-hmm. news on tv and i was like like i was i gobbled up tv news like even as a kid and stuff and even <laughs> teenage years and I'd like even stay up for like US elections and watch them all the way overnight and stuff like that oh God, and geez like, you're oh real God, and watching like <laughs> CNN and stuff like that. this is amazing um but then like I sort of started in college doing law and it wasn't for me I sort of got down to the last year of it and I know it was like I need to find something else and I was big into sport when I am still massive into sport and I was like why don't I write about sport for like the college newspaper that would be a good thing to do and I did that and I really loved it so I was like okay I'm gonna try and be a sports reporter Mm-hmm. And um, just by doing, I did a master's degree in journalism in DCU. And I was like, oh, wow, actual proper news journalism is fun, too. So I might try and do that. And that's just <laughs> how it worked. I went through a, an internship in Today FM. I had an amazing time there. They really just sort of threw you in at the deep end. And then you're just you're just hooked. When, when you start working in something like that, you, you are kind of just hooked. And you're just like, okay, well, I guess I'm here now. Um, and now I'm going to work my ass off for the rest of my life.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they say, yeah, I mean, thank God that you've worked so hard here. Um, That's not going to stop at all. I mean, now, was I wrong? I think I've read in kind of other good stories about yourself that at one point you were working, what, kind of like three jobs at the same time, kind of like going, was it like, it was around that time I think you started that you were kind of jumping from like, one kind of like freelancing because I mean mm. nobody went to kind of survive in those kind of roles I mean it's such you know you're taking whatever ships as you can where you kind of just bouncing all over the place being like yeah well like try to see where we land here or mm. trying to figure out where exactly you really want to fit down into
0: yeah, I, I sort of had an idea where I wanted to fit down into and that was based on having done the, like the, sort of the internship that I did mm. uh, in Today FM. I was like, I really want to work in radio. That's amazing. I love mm-hmm. everything about that. But there wasn't immediately a spot for me um, in there. So there's like a few months where I was like, oh, my God, I have no job. What am I going to do? Uh, and I ended up finding um, shifts, um, work shifts in the uh, Irish Daily Star mm-hmm. as a sub-editor there. So that's like doing things like the... Sort of the headlines and sort of like fixing uh, typos and stuff out um which is fun and it's it's good. It's a good. It's a great job uh, if you're if you're very sort of precise and technically minded. I was one of the worst sub editors of all time, <laughs> uh, as people in the Star still remind me. Um, but I I was dedicated to it. I was good at coming up with headlines uh, and puns and stuff like that. But any of the actual. Like attention to picking out typos, I was terrible at. So I was racing. I was living with my family at the time out in Rush in North Dublin. The star was in um Dundrum at the oh. time, and there's no like, there's no link up there. And your shifts in this in the star ended up at half ten at night. Mm-hmm. So I was racing like Lewis it's town to run across town, mm-hmm. jump on a train to try and get the last train out to Rush, and it was horrible. And I was also <laughs> eventually started picking up the odd shift here and there uh in. Um, uh, in Today FM and News Talk as well, mm. so I was like, "Oh my god, okay, here's my chance." And so I was doing a couple of them. The Daily Star thing was was helping me to sort of keep my foot in the door in Today FM financially. I was still, I think I still, I, I'm not 100 percent sure now, Connor, but I think I was still doing shifts in um, Eurospar and Rush as well at the same time. <laughs> so like I was kind of doing a bit of everything. You just kind it of, it's such a hard, and it is one of the, the downsides of journalism mm. is that sometimes it is very hard to get into and like it, it worked for me to be able to like do two or three different jobs at the same time mm-hmm. and run around and it, but it barely worked uh, for a lot of people depending on their living situation that won't work and that's why mm-hmm. we do probably lose a lot of really great journalists before they even get going which is a real pity but that's just kind of how it was so it's just really it was a real pure grind and it was horrible but like i suppose it stands to you in some ways too
1: yeah i mean even the fact that like i've I mean, I've done my fair share of, you know, freelance, stuff like this. But usually up north where, you know, I've, <laughs> I've like, commute to Belfast and stuff like that, where it's more kind of, more, more cost-effective, I will say, than trying to get around Dublin a lot yeah. of the time. And, I mean, even at that, it gets very draining. So, I mean, was... It sounds like you've always kind of had this kind of striving, you you know, very much to push because a lot of times saying that somebody said, you know, you're going to go from one shift to the other to, you know, another job after after the back from another one. Like, was there any kind of was this always kind of something that you're brought up with this kind of grind or like, was there any kind of, I suppose, like character building moments that are that I suppose when you're growing up that kind of formed this, you know, can do attitude that, you know, led you in down this route?
0: Um. I don't know if there's anything other than
1: I was brought up. It was just kind of like, like,
0: <laughs> like my mom would have pushed me a lot to, to, through college and stuff like that to even get me in there, to even have the opportunity oh, to do really? these things. So I was like, this is great. So I, you couldn't really let like my mom down for having gone through college and stuff like that. <laughs> but then it was like, I just need to kind of just like, you kind of just need to do something. And it's it like, I really wanted, I, re- at that point, I was really in. I was like, I really, really, really mm. want this job. Uh, And I really want to make this happen and I'll do Mm -hmm. whatever it takes to do it. Um, So it was just kind of, you just, you you just kind of had to do it because Mm -hmm. like as soon as it's, it's, it's again, it it can be quite, um, you get one opportunity at anything and then it's done. Yeah. Um, So like if, if you don't turn up for work one of those days or if you're late for work one of those days, it did happen and stuff like that and you like when you're running off two or three different rosters and you're like, oh my God, I don't know where I'm meant to be. And like, oh, I thought I was off today and having to race in and try and do things. That that sort of stuff can happen, but like you just kind of, you're, you're it's just keeping plates spinning in the air. Mm. Um, And it's just, yeah, it was awfully tough, I have to say. But like, I think it's just one of the things, like if you see the you see the sort of where you want to go at the end of it, yeah. you're just going to kind of, you're going to make it work anyway. You're going to make
1: it work. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I was just expecting, you know, you growing up maybe like, I know, run around like La Hinch or I mean Dublin mm. or other sites. I, I I'm I'm trying to picture you, you know, all these different points in your life, you know, just that this just came to this was normality, like say you're, you know, going from school, you know, maybe working up in the morning, like doing some job to other. It seems that like trying to go from like, you know, it, it, I think you need to have that like kind of background of like being it to whatever doing this is like a full time kind of almost like job, you know, after college. Like I feel like that's quite a hard <laughs> jump to get into, but I mean, um, I suppose with all that, I mean, how did then? I suppose coming through and finally getting into you know a role that I mean that you're known for now, uh, was there any kind of major like breakthrough moments or any kind of points where you're like, okay, yeah. this is like this is where I really am, like this is the route that I'm going down, and this is like one going stick to.
0: Yeah, there was a couple of bits. Like, I think it was early on when I was in Today FM and um, sort of doing... I was like, yeah, well, the intern or freelancing. I think it was freelancing at the time. And um, <laughs> the Pope resigned. Pope Benedict Sixteenth resigned. And I had a big interest in in Italy and stuff like that. And I was like, I'm just going to go over and do that. I wasn't I wasn't on the roster for a while. I was like, do you mind if... I-? And I, I don't think they were going to send anybody over because... Obviously, it was a financial disaster at the time. It was all recession and whatnot. Uh, and I just volunteered. I was like, "I'm going to go over to do that." And they're like, uh, "Okay, <laughs> go ahead." But I ended up doing it. I ended up covering it for like Today FM and News Talk and like all of the local stations in Ireland. Um, Jesus! And I think it was one of those things. Like, oh, who, who is this guy? Who's this guy? I think he is? He's only like whatever twenty, maybe twenty or twenty-one years of age. Jesus! And I was just like, yeah, I just I just you just put. You know, I just sort of threw myself into a situation. And like it was a and it was just kind of just like, okay, this guy is super committed to this. He fucking <laughs> loves this shit. Uh, and like I was I was all read up on the lore, the lore, it's not Lord of the Rings, right? It's, it's <laughs> fucking Roman Catholic Church. Like they have a it's a history. Uh, so I was all up on that. I had all my details right on that. That worked out really well. So I ended up getting more work as a result of that. Like news talk were like, okay, we'd like to actually put you on contract like, mm. and you can do reporting for an actual job so, like stuff like that worked out really well i think like a lot of it, like social media also helped in, in a way as well because mm. i was doing things that i don't think a lot of people were doing at the time which was showing a bit of personality and like posting stuff that was a little bit behind the scenes mm. and a little bit like a bit of humor a bit of character and a bit of like the unglamorous side of journalism as well and like a lot of older reporters would have thought that this was Beneath us that we shouldn't be doing this, and they have to protect the decorum. The industry is like, well, look where we are now. Um, <laughs> yeah, so there's different stories comes up, and you just do a decent job with them. And then you'll get more opportunities to do more big stories when they come up as well. So what what stuff do they work on? Scottish Independence referendum, Brexit, of course. There was the multiple referendums here, so, sort of general elections. I love those sort of big Big event stories, mm. um, because I just spend ages and ages and ages doing huge research on them beforehand, mm-hmm. just to be like, I want this this coverage to be the best that anyone sees on it. So, like, even recently with the Queen's mm. funeral in London, that was last week. I was over there. I had read up every single detail possible about, you know, how the state funeral would operate. But I also was like, okay, I want people to get something different, which they won't get on RTE or on the BBC. Mm-hmm. So I want the controversial element of what the British monarchy represents. I want to have all those details of what colonialism means and what the symbolism of this has mm. to do to people in the other parts of the world where they don't love the Queen. So I was like, I'm going to bring all that into it and do that in a really clever way. And I just try my best at all, that first, just to try and string things together. And I think people appreciate that. So that's that's kind of that's where the passion end of it works. But that's something I've, I've done all the way through my career where it's just like, just go over the top on detail and pure enthusiasm for stories as well. Like that's that's kind of what people want. And I'm just like, okay, there we go. And obviously like <laughs> over the last couple of years, the COVID thing, um, like I, I kind of knew very early on, this was gonna be a major deal. And it's mm. gonna be, be one of the biggest things that anybody lives through mm. in all of our lives. So I was just kinda like, okay, I need to be all about this, do all the research on that, call every single person and scientist and doctor I know Mm -hmm. and just get the load out of that. So research and just after hours calls, just throwing people throwing myself at it in every possible way. To my own detriment sometimes (laughs) as well. But like it's just kinda that's kinda how it's been. Those are all breakthrough moments really. Like
1: Yeah, I mean I think you kind of touched on a big point there that I suppose you were kind of going around it a different way, and especially I suppose using social media in a way that I hadn't, hadn't really seen many places used before, where it wasn't from the official account or, you know, from a station or a kind of company. It was coming straight from a kind of like, right, this is somebody on the ground and this is me trying to explain it in the most coherent way, whenever everything is jumbled up. And quite honestly, it was just like absolutely like turmoil trying to make their way through. Um, but I suppose yeah. like with all the, these kind of huge standout, you know, kind of moments, have, was there anything that like, I suppose, happened in all these kind of years that you've kind of been doing, like these like such quick turnaround jobs and all this research and, you know, opportunities that um maybe any experiences that happened that I suppose you never kind of could have imagined, you know, coming into this kind of role?
0: Yeah, I, I, everything. I think everything is a surprise, like because I mean, I can't, yeah, you never, like it's, it's, it's one of the upsides of the job is that in some ways that you get to be, You know front seat on the sidelines of Mm. historic stuff that's happening whether that be like the eighth amendment referendum or the Mm -hmm. marriage equality referendum like being there for these sort of big landmark moments in our history Mm -hmm. uh, is kind of amazing and just having an opportunity to sort of shape some of the first drafting of history of that by speaking to people who are there and like i'll always remember stuff like in Dublin Castle in the courtyard for when the marriage equality or not when the marriage equality I did that one as well but like I remember with the Eighth Amendment referendum it was just a huge spillover of like emotion and just chatting to people as soon as the referendum results were coming out mm. all that sort of stuff and just being there for these things and just sort of trying to do justice to them is like mm-hmm. that's that's a huge responsibility but it's just like this is amazing stuff like I was in. On the night of the Brexit referendum, um, I made a conscious decision, even though it was deci- it was very much expected that uh, Remain would win, that Britain mm-hmm. stay in the EU. I was like, I'm going to Nigel Farage's Brexit party uh, on that night. I'm going to report from that. There'll be much more interesting things. So like, I was one of the very few journalists who actually went in there, because who was actually there. And like, you'll actually see, if you see any footage um, of Nigel Farage on um, Brexit referendum night, you will see my news talk microphone and my hands there, the sort of right there, right in front of it. And I always find that really funny because it's just like this absolute decision on a whim. That I'm not going to remain, or I'm not going to like just pitch myself out somewhere in London and just do lives outside, you know, Parliament or whatever. Yeah, like I'm going to this thing because I think there will be great color in this. Uh-huh. It'll be mad for social media. It will be really interesting to look uh-huh. at all the shit, shit that's <laughs> But It just turned out it's like again, right place, right time. So it's just, it's just crazy spots, uh, like. And it, yeah, a lot of it will always be down to luck as well. Yeah. But you, you're only as lucky as the situations that you plant yourselves in. Like, you know, you have to give yourself an opportunity to be lucky as well. But mm. so, yeah, just so many amazing things and so many just wild moments that you've just had a, you've got an opportunity to witness firsthand. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's, it's a mad job really.
1: And I suppose like, again, like one of the things I suppose you probably didn't imagine was becoming essentially the pedestal <laughs> for reporting in the country where people as I said, will constantly go to you for like the the clear, concise, the very much like, okay, move away from all the bullshit, you know, all the, you know, whatever big words that people kind of want to use, kind of like, and basically very much break it down to the most like digestive kind of way of reporting things. Like with that comes so much responsibility and suppose comes so much of kind of people are expecting so much from you, whenever this is you doing it off your own accord with so from something that works in social media and seeing how much you're active on it it kind of puts me to shame but like have there been any major standouts in this career and in these kind of like big moments that like I mean have kind of been like horror stories that you again probably mm-hmm. didn't expect to happen from like something that you're very passionate about but then you turn around going like oh I didn't expect this to be kind of an issue Whenever I wanted you know tell these stories actually said like I, I imagine just being in that kind of spotlight presence where people are just undoubtedly wanting you to have all the answers to everything can be i mean exhausting is probably mm. like the, the smallest way to describe it <laughs> yeah no that's definitely that was definitely a thing particularly in
0: covid like when you have like two two plus years of just this major life-changing thing happens mm. to absolutely all of us and all of our lives were made worse during that period mm. um, if you are seen as a voice um, who has tried to explain both what's happening and what's happening next as well as the reasons around why the government's decided to do this or why the health service is doing that and why these rules which we're trying to try and to understand as well um are in place you, you will often become as the person relaying that information or trying to explain that information, you—it's—it's a, it's a classic case of shoot the messenger. Mm-hmm. But that was often quite, quite no, like it's quite understandable. Really, there's a lot of frustration with, everyone's frustrated with the situation they found themselves in. They're hearing mm-hmm. information they don't want to hear. They will lash out, and that's absolutely normal. Um, so I think that that's been fine actually. I kind of, I've, I've kind of found that all right. Um, over time as well, like things will always go wrong in in journalism, whether that's technical stuff like microphones failing batteries always fail signals (laughs) going down and people not showing up when they're meant to for interviews and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um yeah like there, like you kind of just have to adapt and move with it like i remember like i don't know like there's there's certain protests and stuff that you turn up to and like it's just a big crowd thing and crowds are really difficult to shoot in and do live Mm -hmm. broadcasting from So like you're just kind of having to adapt and like Mm your equipment will work. I remember my earpiece got ripped out just by accident. They got caught in a bollard when we were doing a protest march. I think it was an Extinction Rebellion thing or something. And like I'm having to like, what did I do? I plugged my earphones and Bluetooth. I just basically hooked up some way to a phone to try and ring the studio (laughs) and put myself in. It was just mad. Like you kind of have to just like improvise and just make make the best out of any situation. Um, So that's kind of like, you. you, there will always be downsides to anything. The only main downsides I would say are tiredness and um, (laughs) just kind of um, that never being off thing that sort of almost becomes um, too consuming of a career Mm. that you don't give yourself enough um, time off and enough sort of time to decompress. So that would probably be the, they're the things that you'd mark as a definite downside, but that's kind of, I think that's for everybody rather than just for me anyway.
1: Yeah, I mean, how do you balance this kind of work life thing, which I mean, after, I mean, going from lockdown, a lot of people have that kind of time off to go, okay, I'm going to slow down, reevaluate. If anything your life got even busier um i mean how does somebody in that kind of role like yours i mean in literally just your life not just like a role like yours this is literally your life and what you're going through (laughs) how do you balance that because personally like i'll go into like even going to the office like maybe three days a week for me i'll come out be Mm. like jesus christ and this nine to five i'm fully aware that you've done probably the longer hours and you're still jumping on for like a call like this i mean is there a balance or is it very much like a these kind of like job stuff like a shelf life
0: yeah like um you, you you kind of have to discover and find the balance as you go mm-hmm. because it is really difficult and like it is all consuming like during like covid like i you never really turned off at all you had to be like as i sort of said you just text doctors and nurses and frontline staff and sort mm-hmm. of get their stories and the only time they're generally available is when they have a break during their shift which is often at two or three o'clock in the morning um and that's when people are free to talk to whether they're scientists or people on method or in government or or whoever else they may be so like you kind of the story was a 24-hour story all the way through those two years um, and i kind of i kind of had to train myself i suppose over time to sort of just give breaks to it that you mm-hmm. can switch off the phone or put away the laptop and like take a week off or two weeks off the problem is that over the last while anytime i've done that big news has happened so i was in spain for a week and then the queen died and then like like the invasion of ukraine happened when i was on a, on a weekend break so again you're kind of just like ah, i gotta this is too big for you to ignore so it kind of ruins those days off yeah, or like that's kind of it's just kind of the nature of it. You do have to be strict with yourself as well. Otherwise, you're you are just going to be all consumed, and you aren't going to get any rest, and you're not
1: going to be good at your job anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, the burnout, like, like <laughs> yeah, totally, burnout is real. So you have to avoid these things. And I suppose I mean, with all of this in mind, and you know, every word that you've kind of like came from, especially, I mean. <laughs> just your, your life seems like one of the most kind of chaotic chaotic ones that's kind of like fed around to an even more chaotic career and kind of I suppose like where it's like led on to um like what does the kind of future hold for yourself Richard like are there any big goals that like you want to achieve that you haven't yet I mean as I said there like you've someone who's on the clock all the time talking to everybody you still manage to I mean come out with a book you still manage to I mean do successful kind of podcasts like where where else is there I suppose or is there any other bucket list moments or things that you really want to be like okay that's you know all this is really mm-hmm. good and I have a lot of time but like give me like a couple of years and that's where I'll be
0: no there's no specific end goal i kind of just want to keep on doing the job and doing it really well because i think i think with media and um with like journalism like the the way the job has changed even over the last five ten years Mm. in the space of time that i've been doing it you can't predict what's going to be you know what's going to be on or what the different roles will be yeah you you can't just be like oh i want to be covering this story in this way for this medium mm-hmm. like i don't know if like yeah I, I, it's, it's very it's just very hard to predict so you just kind of just want to i want to try new things all the time so that's why like, i wrote a book that's why we did the podcast and that's why i tried different things even in terms of what we do on television like doing sort of explainer pieces and stuff like that and like these are different things you know just just trying to add new different elements to how we do journalism um is always something i want to do um, like I do want to put particular focus on different stories and stuff like that. Mm. Climate change, in particular, something I want to do more on. Uh, and a big, um, I, I my, as I sort of explained already. Like my big passion is is international news in many mm-hmm. ways as well. Just because I feel like I I do a good job of explaining those for Irish audiences, so I kind of want to do more of that. Um, I just yeah, nothing specific. I just want to keep do keep doing what I'm doing. And find a better work-life balance along the way,
1: hopefully. <laughs> I mean, well, I was going to kind of put it to, like, is there a kind of, like, is it, do you ever see a kind of life for yourself? I mean, going down maybe the documentary will kind of Louis through I mean, potentially, you know, yeah, music artists yeah. in that kind of way. I mean, we, we can see how everybody <laughs> goes off. Is there going to be I mean, Richard Chambers' CD coming out soon? <laughs> like, is the, uh, like, whenever you're able to to get that on our Spotify robbed? Like, I mean, <laughs> these no, are the yeah, obvious no. that I'm seeing for you, Richard, personally.
0: This this is good career advice. I feel like I'm in career guidance or something. Like yeah, this is, this is opening a new door and new horizon for me. Um, no, but like you can't. I'd love to do more documentaries. I did one earlier this year, um, and I want to do more. I think I have one in 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 the tank which might come out later on this year. Um, but I do want to do more, and I want to do more writing again. And even like I mean, you like like even things like TikTok and stuff like that. I want to improve at that as well because mm-hmm. I see more people wanting news there. Mm-hmm. So it's like trying to meet people wherever they are and wherever you can provide good information that Mm -hmm. people appreciate and doing it in new ways. So it's all part Mm -hmm. of just like just continually self-improving,
1: improving how I do the job is kind of the main thing. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I suppose that's probably the best way to go around it. Yeah, but I mean, if there is opportunity, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll I mean, I'm just putting it out into universe right now. Like, if if there is ever to get into that kind of music industry as well, that I, I I'm sure there's a spotler for you. I mean, maybe some like open mic nights. We can, we can make it work. I, I, not that you've said that you do this, but I'm just putting it out there. Um, now, Richard, <laughs> if, I'm like, sure... if, I get, if we get
0: strange emails, I'm going to blame you for that. Like. <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah, oh, absolutely. Put me on the fucking pedestal. Uh, but <laughs> I suppose before we finish as well, I, um, because I said we do have big content. Now, we're in no rush at all, but um, I was wondering um, if I was taking down a couple of like buzz notes, kind of words, phrases they were are saying, I suppose, throughout the podcast. And I was wanting you to play a very quick fire round just before we end off and Go plug everything, everything else. Okay, uh, brilliant. I mean, now these are very generic, but uh first thing that comes to your mind don't with too much thought about it are you ready to go go okay first one off is belfast uh home In dublin busy
0: <laughs> law painful <laughs> today fm uh beginning
1: <laughs> uh twitter Nuisance. <laughs> Irish Daily Star. Uh, fun. I will. I will give fun. I will give, <laughs> yeah. give fun. Hes- hesitation. Don't too much. Uh Virgin yeah. Media. <laughs> Virgin
0: Media. Um, I'm just. I, I. I. would say. um it, it is a joy. Really. It is a joy just to be there. It's a great team. So yeah. Absolutely. It, it is a joy to work there employment uh tick <laughs> uh, challenging i would say challenging it is it's very difficult yeah <laughs> and finally
1: finterviews
0: ah oh, uh, um, an absolute pleasure is what i would say uh, one of the best interviews i've done in a long long time uh, it is an honor to be a uh, to be a, a, a member now of the finterview cinematic universe or whatever oh you know, my god your word, your
1: word's not mine honestly people think that i like tried to like feed this into that was absolutely organic there was organic. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> off the <bat>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your invoice isn't going to be cut don't be worried um, <laughs> but richard honestly thank you so much i again start up this podcast to talk to people I mean during lockdown uh, all four walls around me I just want to talk with people uh, you're one of the ones that I had on the roster for quite some time and uh, I'm glad that I was able to bully you enough on Twitter <laughs> to get mission you to accomplished. this Great mission job. accomplished no but genuinely um, I do appreciate anybody taking out the time to talk to a specky kid in, on the internet um, that's um, <laughs> really appreciated for anybody that has I suppose enjoyed or you know heard about yourself through this um, unlikely that they'll find me through it's find you through come through me hopefully the other way around uh but i mean where can they you know keep on top of everything else i mean and where you're coming going on from here
0: yeah you can catch me on virgin media television so there are news bulletins around 5 30 7 o'clock and 12 30 in the afternoon as well group chat every ooh, thursday is where the podcast <laughs> is out thursday nights as well on virgin media too and on social media i'm kind of i've uh, luckily enough have the same handle on everything Oh, uh, Jamie bastard! It's very, <laughs> it's very nice. So it's at, at News Chambers on Instagram, TikTok, and uh, Twitter as well, so it's all there. Uh, and yeah, so you can come and join me on whatever escapades we're on next. <laughs>
1: well, Richard, thank you so much, and thanks so much for taking some time out of your ridiculously busy schedule. Um, and yeah, I can't wait to see where you go from here i mean god i I can't wait till you go on holiday next year i'll just wait for the next world disaster to happen exactly yeah 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 yeah. yeah. that's like next time i'm off yeah yeah yeah. everybody just sees your roster goes like okay well just prepare yourselves anyways (laughs) But, (laughs) but richard thank you so much i will let you weigh on here but uh yeah it, it, i'm just gonna keep saying thank you until i log off now um, yeah. have a good night now have some work-life balance and go get some sleep thanks, <laughs> thanks all right Chat <laughs> later. Um. bye thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Finterviews. if you like this episode or any of the others in the series please remember to give us a little like a comment five star review and uh subscribe of course as well And while you're at it, you can go and find us on socials. We're at Finterviews Podcast, Finterviews Pod, everywhere online, but especially Instagram. And you can catch up with everything that's happening on the podcast. Then you can get in touch and let us know who you would like to hear on the podcast next. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. And I'll chat to you later. Bye.